Hello and welcome to another episode of Gratitude Talks. I'd like to start off this episode by wishing everyone a happy new year. I just know that this year is going to be amazing. Like genuinely deep inside my heart, I know that this year is going to be a great year. As this is the first episode of the year, I thought why not come on and have a little heart to heart with you all. On this episode, I will be discussing lockdown, lessons I learned in 2020 and goal setting for this year. So here in the UK, we have literally just gone back into another national lockdown. This is officially our third lockdown. Personally, I've been a little on the edge and feeling quite anxious as the cases here in the UK are dramatically rising, which is really concerning. And the NHS are extremely overworked. Just a quick question, what are your thoughts on the vaccination? So I've had a few conversations with friends, family and work colleagues and what I've gathered from these conversations is that there is a very mixed opinion on this vaccination and I would love to know what you think. So would you take the vaccination and why? Or would you not take the vaccination and why? Just let me know. I feel I think that would be a very interesting um, topic to discuss. I will be doing Instagram stories on this later this week. So definitely check them out. And, you know, I know that during a time like this, it can have such a negative impact on an individual's mental health. Like, I have been there and I know how it feels and despite feeling extremely anxious during this time I am constantly having to remind myself to focus on the positives and remain optimistic which at times can be really hard you know. Um, So I thought I'm going to share some of the things that have helped me during the previous lockdowns and um, tips and tricks that I've learned that might also help you. And before I do go into this, I do want you all to know that it's also okay to just take time out for yourself and not feel like you have to do something constantly. And just that it is totally okay to take a moment for yourself without feeling judged. Okay, so let's just get straight into this. As I am currently working from home, one thing that helps me so 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 much is sticking to a routine. Now by that what I mean is that I am still waking up at the same time I would any other day, lockdown or no lockdown and that allows me to actually spend some time in the morning to journal and meditate where I also write what I am grateful for And this is currently one of my New Year's goals that I'm going to try and remain consistent with the journaling. So let's see how that goes. I'll definitely keep you all updated on that for sure. And another great tip that I want to add here is that I straight away get dressed so I do not stay in my PJs all day long. Yes, I know that we are all absolutely guilty of doing this at some point, but 
having a routine in place has really helped me. Also, you know, I am an absolute sucker for to-do lists. So having a good structure and organisation is key. And I really want to stress the importance of this one in particular. It is self-care. Self-care is extremely important day in, day out, but more than ever during lockdown. And some of the things that I do that really help me is definitely staying in touch with my loved ones. And, you know, getting sunlight, fresh air and nature when possible. We are currently allowed an hour of exercise. So make sure you use up your hour. Go, go for a nice walk, take in all the nature. And another way you can do this is finding ways to relax and be creative. Maybe find a new hobby that works for you. And a really key tip I want to give as well is limit news intake if it makes you anxious. I know I've done that. So I've stopped looking at the news um, every so often as I find that sometimes these facts and statistics with the COVID cases rising can be really daunting and have a direct impact on my anxiety. And another way that I've really helped control this is actually opening up about how I feel. Again, talking to people I love and sharing my feelings or writing down my feelings in my journal. So essentially, those are some of the things that have helped me. Now, on the flip side, if I'm being brutally honest, like not every day is like this. There's some days where I also struggle to get out of bed and that is also okay. You are allowed to have days like that. I just think, you know, this level of transparency is absolutely vital. Especially in this day and age where everything is portrayed to be perfect all over social media. And if I'm being completely honest with you guys, you only really and truly see about 5% of my life on Instagram. I'm going to make that very clear. Instagram is not the reality. So to give a quick example, there's times where you will see an absolutely perfect podcast episode right in front of you. So that will be the end product. But what you don't see is what goes on behind the scenes the reality of endless editing and then when something goes wrong and then having a breakdown that list is absolutely endless but you know what it's all a part of life and truth of the matter is more times things aren't as perfect as they seem And you guys all know that I am always going to keep it real and 100 with you all, all the time. But this year, I'm going to start making more of a conscious effort to also post about the flip side of things when things don't exactly go to plan. And that's also all right. I kind of feel like I really wanted to get that off my chest. However, I feel like I've now gone completely off topic. Typical jazz. But anyways, I was having a conversation with my younger sister yesterday and she's currently in her final year at university and we were talking about how lockdown has impacted her as a university student. Before I go into this, lockdown and in fact COVID on a whole has impacted every single one of us in some shape or form and there's no denying that. 
However, my heart goes out to university students in particular who still have to pay those extortionate fees whilst receiving nowhere near the university experience that they were promised. So back when I was at uni, I know that the library and on-campus facilities were key and I actually preferred getting my work done in the library environment in comparison to doing it at home. Also, call me old school, I don't care, but I much rather prefer a physical book in front of me rather than an ebook. Can anybody else relate to that or is it just me? Anyways, so back to the point, my sister was really stressed out as she had this assignment that was due in and just no contact with her tutors. Look, I know that everyone's had to adapt in some shape or form and I know everyone is currently doing remote learning. But my sister was saying that usually half the time is spent in these online lectures actually dealing with technical issues. And sometimes when lecturers record lectures, the volume on them is really low and not clear. And not to also mention that there are some students out there who have also paid for a full year's worth of rent on accommodations, whether that's on campus or off campus. And they aren't even currently being used. Personally, I strongly believe that they should at least receive a partial refund of fees. It's really not worth the 9k that they are really paying. But what are your thoughts on that? You know, I was thinking that I should do a separate episode on this topic and even actually talk about recruitment and life after university. Because let me tell you that there are so many hurdles after you complete university that no one told you about. So let me know if you're interested in that one. Now I want to move the conversation towards a little reflection of last year and what I believe 2020 taught me. Last year was most certainly the year of self-reflection for me. Some of the key takeaways from what I learned last year was most definitely that health is important. I think this whole pandemic has taught us all to take better care of our health, both physical and mental. I'm a firm believer of a holistic approach to health, which allows a balanced emotional and physical well-being. Additionally, another thing I'd say that I learned last year is that it's okay to slow down and take some time out for myself. I am not missing out on anything and I feel like as humans, it's only natural to feel like you have to constantly be on the go or doing something. But quite actually, it felt really good to just slow down and taking time out. I spent a lot of quality time with family and some of those moments and memories will forever and always be there. And I am extremely grateful for those times and what I already have. Another key lesson that I learned in 2020 was setting boundaries and respecting those boundaries. An example of how I've implemented this is by simply saying no without the need to over explain myself. And if someone's offended by my boundaries, quite frankly, that sounds like a them problem. And it's their issue and not mine. That is something that I have most definitely left with from 2020. And also 2020 was also the year I cut off a number of negative and toxic people in my life. And I know for myself, I feel absolutely no way about cutting someone off. 
revoking people's access to me was definitely one of the best things I did in 2020 and I genuinely would recommend it to you if someone's in your life and doesn't want to act right or belittles your ambitions engages in petty dramas acts like a victim in their own problems only talks to you when they need something or lies to themselves and is jealous of you and harms your mental health I am sorry they have to go there's no two ways about it I have absolutely no space for such people in my life. I've had people in my past who have told me that I couldn't make it or even yet I shouldn't pursue a dream. But that doesn't mean shit to me. These same people will be listening to every single episode and tuning in on a regular. So, hi! (laughs) And in simple terms, you know, external validation means absolutely nothing. It really and truly comes down to the internal validation, how you really feel about yourself. And another key point I want to make here is that it's really the small habits. And these small habits have big impacts. It's the little things. For example, how you talk about yourself. One thing that I want to make very clear is never, ever, ever speak negatively about yourself, not even as a joke don't do it and I guess the key point I'm really trying to make here is that in 2021 please continue to socially distance from those who make your life worse make you unhappy and spread negativity and stay close to the good people the ones that love you no matter what and that being said I really want to shout out my close circle of family and friends who I know I can trust and love me unconditionally and you all know who you are you guys are the real mvps and with all of that being said i know 2020 was a very weird year for obvious reasons however it was big on the self-realization and self-reflection for myself and that actually brings me to the beginning of the conversation where i said that i believe that 2021 is going to be amazing and I actually wholeheartedly believe that it will be great and I am a firm believer of setting goals and realistic goals you know there's times where we've all been there where we've set a new year's goal and within two days of entering the new year that new year's resolution has already fallen through the cracks and the reason why this usually tends to happen is because those goals aren't properly planned for and it's actually been proven that making your goals smart help them to feel more achievable and I'm going to quickly talk to you through um, the smart method on how to set realistic goals for the new year. So SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant and timely. So the first one is specific and that's where you have to state exactly what your goals or intentions are. And when I say exactly, I'm talking you specify things like numbers, dates, feelings and mind states and that will actually help you visualise and specify that goal a lot better. And step two is make sure this goal is measurable. Determine how you will measure your progress. For example, how often and how will you know when the goal is reached? 
for myself personally I like to revisit um and set my goals according to a certain time period where I go back and I check and I set new goals as I feel that works best for me but see what method works better for you step three attainable so don't overwhelm yourself pick something that is challenging but also realistic how will you obtain this goal and try to avoid setting goals that depend on things outside of your control step four relevant determine whether this goal is aligned with your values and how will it benefit you once you identify why your goal is important to you incorporate that into your goal that why is very important you need to know the purpose behind your goal why is it so important to you and finally timely goals can last forever so they need a deadline determine when your goal should be reached and like I said before I like to have a certain time period where I revisit and check if I have firstly obtained these goals and if I haven't that's also okay but what can what more can I be doing in order to ensure that I obtain this specific goal in a certain amount of time so yeah definitely try that method I've used this for years and it's helped me so 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 much if you have any more tips and tricks definitely let me know Also, before I do leave today, I really want to take a moment to express gratitude towards all of you who have supported my journey, especially with Gratitude Talks, as without you guys, this podcast wouldn't be where it is today. And genuinely, I am so grateful for all the DMs, all the messages, all the love I get on a daily from all of you with nothing but good vibes and great energy i love you all so much and i wish so much success to all of you listening and let's bring that into 2021 and let's all grow together thank you so much for listening to this episode today i hope you really enjoyed it I'm sending lots of love and positivity your way. Stay tuned for another episode of Gratitude Talks.